Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to the College to Pro.com NFL Draft Blast. show host Bomar Shah, and as always, we appreciate you stopping by and joining us as we bring you the next collection of tomorrow's NFL stars. We have a fantastic guest for you this afternoon. It's Brandon Kennedy. Kennedy from Tennessee also started his collegiate career at Alabama. But before we get into all the football accolades this young man has accomplished, I just wanted to touch base on his academic side. Two master's degrees, three degrees overall, one master's degree, I believe, in sports psychology and motor behavior and another master's degree in agricultural leadership and education communication wonderful stuff all academic and one thing we want to get back to the football side of it so you folks out there thinking i'm just talking about school and academic this is one thing that really caught my eye and on the week of 10 19 our guest brandon kennedy was named the sec offensive player of the week that was the 2019 season that following draft, and I counted it up, there is 11 offensive linemen from the SEC that got drafted. So out of all those drafted prospects from the 2019 draft or 2020 draft, this young man earned those type of accolades. But with that said, Brandon, welcome to the program. How's this afternoon treating you? Yeah, you know, it's been pretty good. I just got some training in this afternoon, some speed training. So yeah, it's been pretty good. Um, you know, you started, what, 2015, and, you, you know, you redshirted. You had a year where you got hurt. You've been, you know, got a couple extra years of eligibility. You could have went back again with COVID, but you decided to say, you know what, I'm going to take this game to the next level. How hard of the decision was that? And another question, did this go by of a bleak and an eye your college career, or, or were there points where you're like, man, this is, seems to be taking a little bit longer than what I wanted? Yeah, no doubt. So I think the uh, – yeah – it was kind of a hard decision enough coming back for the sixth year of eligibility. And, you know, once I kind of got that in my mind, I knew that I would, you know, use this year and make it my last. And I knew that I wouldn't be coming back for, uh, you know, uh, uh, an extra season after that. And, it, you know, yeah, it's been kind of crazy. You know, we started off, in, you know, in the pandemic, didn't even know if we were going to play. And then, you know, time came by and, you know, it went by and we found out we were going to play and then you started playing. And before you know it, it was over with, you know, we we did go through a lot, you know, as a team and, you know, the game getting postponed and things like that. But, yeah, it went by pretty fast. <laughs> Always the bigger, better athlete growing up. I mean, Pop Warner days, were you the bigger, better athlete way back then? Yeah, I, I was always the bigger athlete. Uh, but, you know, as I got to high school, I needed to get, you know, more agile. I mean, I, I was pretty athletic, but, you know, I had to, you know, get my weight evenly dis- distributed. So, you know, the workouts, I started doing more ladder drills, things like that, just to kind of get more agile. But, yeah, mostly. Fair, Fair enough. And what was it like coming out of high school? Now, you originally go to Alabama. We know what kind of perennial powerhouse they are, Brandon. What other schools were looking at you, and how did you know you wanted to begin your collegiate career with the Crimson Tide? Yeah, so 
coming out, you know, my top schools were, you know, Alabama, Auburn, uh, Clemson, and Missouri. So those were, you know, the big, the, the schools that I were into. And, you know, ultimately it came down to a comfortability factor and a, and a developmental factor. So I felt that, you know, Bama would develop me, um, you know, at the highest level possible. And I'd also be able to compete for championships and also play against the, uh, the highest level, you know, level of talent in the, within the SEC. So that was kind of what drove me to go there. Excellent. And then, I mean, you, you checked up all the things, great career. I mean, well, you started off there, then you got injured, then you, you take your, your skills to Tennessee, you establish yourself as, I you know, I think a critical and, you know, irreplaceable piece to that offensive line, the center. A lot of times they say the center is the smartest guy on the field, and it's hard to argue with that, especially with your accolades. You definitely bring in the, uh, you know, the IQ part of it. What was it like, that transition and just getting reacclimated once you arrived at Tennessee? And not only did you arrive there, but you really, you know, woven yourself into the Vols identity and became a fixture in that offensive line. Yeah, you know, so coming in, you know, Coach Pruden's staff had high expectations for me. You know, they they wanted me to come in and be a leader. They knew that I'd been in the program that, you know, had success, kind of breathed success. So, you know, it was I, it was my job to kind of bring that here and uh, show the way to uh, younger players and also some of the older players that were on the team. So, you know, coming in, you know, it, it was kind of hard at first, just, you know, making that transition, you know, going to a new school, being the new guy on campus and things like that. But, you know, I think people on the team and my teammates really kind of gravitated towards me, you know, asking questions about Bama or about questions about maybe other players or how, technique, anything. They can come to me about anything and, you know, I, I kind of was just like the, the vet, as they would call me, and they'd come there and ask me anything, and, I, you know, I, I helped everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent stuff. Once again, Brandon Kennedy, the standout Tennessee Vols offensive lineman here on the C2P. You folks know if you missed any of these shows in their entirety, they're free. It's Stitcher, Apple Music, and Block Talk Radio, all free opportunities to download and listen to these featured shows at your leisure. Uh, for you, let's kind of get into the nooks and crannies of why you're in this draft process now. I mean, NFL scouts, when they start breaking down the tape of you, Brandon, what do you think they're going to love about you? What are those hallmark home run abilities that you bring to the center position where they're going to either bring you aboard their 53-man roster? Yeah, well, the biggest thing I think, and, you know, for me talking to teams, is I think my intelligence will play a big big role in, you know, me making an NFL team. You know, the um, – kind of the volume of the NFL playbook and then knowing uh, the defense, I think that'll be something that I'll be able to kind of excel at because, you know, I've been able to – I've been in multiple offenses with different coordinators, so I've had to, you know, kind of pick up things fast and be able to learn that. And also, you know, I feel like I get great movement at the point of attack as far as um, when I have a, a nose shade over top of me or anything like that. So I think being able to, you know, move people off the ball and get vertical movement in the run game, and uh, combine that with the, uh, you know, my intelligence and being able to communicate and get everyone on the same page. I think those tools will, you know, help me a lot uh, coming into this draft. Excellent. How about this one? We just asked this question to benefit you in case those NFL personnel people are listening in. Uh, what won't they see on tape? I mean, you could be a weight room warrior, film junkie. Maybe the system they ran in Tennessee didn't allow you to show certain blocking schemes community service. I mean, what else do these guys need to know that's going to help you, you know, get in their good graces and once again, bring you aboard? Yeah, I think the, one of the big thing is, yeah, I'm, I'm a huge film junkie. Like, 
I'll literally I'll pull up a game on YouTube if I think about it from any SEC team, if I just want to see it, and I'll just rewatch it and see if I can pick different things out such as the strategy and see different tendencies. Because, you know, as a center, you know, it, it's great to be familiar with defenses because you can kind of understand certain things that are going to happen. And, you know, I think the anticipation as a center is, is something that's key to being good because you have to be a dear by yes on the same page. So if you can anticipate something and, and be right, uh, you know, all the time, then that's very helpful. And, you know, I think another thing is uh, probably my leadership and, you know, ability and hard work. Those those two things uh, are kind of stuff that I want teams to know as well. Awesome. Now, I just got to ask, maybe there's a, a particular play against a particular team where you spent all week, you're watching film, Brandon, Saturday rolls around, and what you watch, you see happening, it comes to fruition. Maybe you help the quarterback, you make a call, and you guys have a successful play. Is there anything that just pops to mind that you could share with us? Yeah. Um, actually, versus uh, Bama last year, um, they ran they ran a certain type of blitz, and, you know, we went, we went over it all week. But the, one of the things that helped me is to be able to see it was um, I was able to see by the alignment of the linebackers and the D linemen, and uh, I could tell by kind of the call that they made and the way they looked at each other, I knew it was coming. So I kind of alerted the line, and I told them what was about to happen, and we were able to pass the twist off and uh, pass the blitz off. Yeah, that was kind of one of the things that, you know, and it felt good to do it as well, yeah. <laughs> That's a great story. That was one of my favorite questions to ask. When we get a guy who really likes to devour film, me personally, Brandon, I love to kind of go deeper and, and hear those stories because, you know, we're just watching the game on television. We don't know the, all the intricacies that go into it and, and what you see and how that helps decide a play or the outcome of a game. Uh, personally, one of my favorite questions to kind of go with. For you, as you kind of build towards this draft, I mean, is there any one thing that you need to work on, anything that you need to – and I know you want to improve in every dynamic of your game, but is there one specific thing that you know you need to improve to these scouts? Yeah. I think our biggest thing would probably just uh, would be footwork. I think that's kind of thing, you know, because one thing that I do after every season since I've been in college is kind of go back on the film throughout the season and see things that, you know, I think I could improve on or I could do better. And that, that was one of the things that I want to kind of work on my footwork, whether it's on outside zone, taking the proper steps or angles or inside zone, you know, get my foot, um, hat in the right direction and things like that. So I think that that's kind of thing that I want to improve on and, and have been doing in drills as well. Wonderful. Once again, Brandon Kennedy here on the C2P. We're almost out of time. I can't believe how quick this particular show went. Uh, off the field, Brandon, what are some of your other passions? I mean, what do you just enjoy doing with your family and friends and hobbies, other interests? Yeah, well, one thing that I that I love is uh, sports psychology. I actually have a couple of uh, podcasts I listen to, Dr. Brett McCabe. He uh, puts out a uh, podcast every week or so, and I listen to those. But just learning stuff about sports psychology because, you know, being, me being in that master's program and being able to take some of the stuff I learned in there and be able to take it to the field and share it with other people, you know, I think that's been, you know, one of the keys to my success on the field as well. That's fantastic, man. That's just, that's interesting. How about this one? I, I've never asked this question, but it's kind of, you know, I'm thinking of centers, and I, I'm asking this specifically, and it has nothing to do with the Pittsburgh Steelers. I cover the Steelers. I know there's been talk about Marquise Pouncey possibly retiring. Do you keep any, you know, on tabs of, you know, particular teams who might be needy of a center who's maybe longer in the tooth or who's got a rookie center. Do you pay any attention to that on your personal stuff or you just kind of go with the flow? 
Uh, no, sir, I don't. But I, I, you know, each class is since like twenty, I think twenty eighteen. I've just I'd like to kind of watch the centers and see how they progress each year. But not, but not for not as far as what you're talking about though. Yeah, like I said, that's, I've never asked that question. It's kind of popped in my head because you know I was thinking, you know, your center, some of the centers that you know possibly could be on their way out as a new generation of centers enter the league and kind of came to my mind. Um, before we let you go, Brandon, we always like to have some fun. We call it three and out, a few off-the-wall questions. You ready to take a shot with some of those? <laughs> yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> okay. Now, Coach Pruitt is no longer with the Tennessee Vols, but I'm sure it, it seemed like you had a close relationship with him. What was that one thing that you guys did not want to do, maybe in practice or the game, I'd assume it might be practice, that – would set him off. What was that one thing that would just really put him in a rage? Uh, to be honest with you, it's probably uh, the warm up. I think the warm up, you know, it, the, in, you know, any warm up that you do, it always gets you tired, but you get the blood flowing. But that was one thing, you know, it kind of uh, made it mad if we didn't do the warm up right or the correct way. I think that was kind of one thing. Yeah. <laughs> That's, a great, that's a great response. That's really that is awesome. How about this one? Uh, usually offensive linemen are the biggest guys on the roster, the biggest unit. Uh, who is the biggest Tennessee Vols eater amongst the offensive linemen? And what was the best, biggest meal, I should have say, uh, that you've seen them put down? Oh, that's tough. I'd probably say uh, Trey Smith. I think, uh, I'd probably say Trey Smith would be the biggest eater. Um, and a, a particular meal uh, – we went to this place in um, Knoxville called uh, Big Kahuna Wings, and yeah, we we all ate a lot that day. But yeah, he he ate a lot of wings that day. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. The final question, kind of sticking on the lines of food, we do ask this. This is our final question of every show. Uh, draft weekend. I assume you're going to be with family and friends, people you hold dear to your heart. Who is the best cook in your family? And what would you like that person to prepare as you celebrate this next journey in your football life? Yeah, so I I definitely say my mom. Yeah, she she's the best cook, and I I mean one of the things that I want would be some uh, some chicken alfredo. That would be really good. <laughs> That'd be a really good thing. To that's my uh, that's uh, chicken alfredo is actually my my kids my mother when my mother makes it that's their 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 top request is her chicken alfredo. Brandon. Fabulous career, and again, your accolades both on and off the, the field. Kudos to you. You really emphasize what it is to be a student athlete. And again, I don't think that should go unnoticed. But hey, we always have to say, stay humble, stay hungry, be blessed, and the best to you moving forward. Yes, sir. I appreciate you having me. No problem at all. Once again, Brandon Kennedy, stand out from the Tennessee Vols on his path towards its next level, and kind enough to take some time to join us here on the C2P. As you folks know, Stitcher. Apple Podcasts, Blog Talk Radio, all opportunities to download and listen to our featured guests once again in Brandon Kennedy. As always, folks, thanks for joining us here on the C2P. This has been a C2P exclusive. Ryan here and I have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.